Beauty. The quality present in a thing or person that gives intense pleasure or deep satisfaction to the mind. Hey folks, welcome to another episode of Another Way. <sighs> I just, I just, I laugh because I'm, I'm, I'm only recording right now because, well, I need to because it's it's the day that I need to, but I'm only recording at this present time because I told myself that in order to be able to have dinner, I have to record the podcast first. So, here we are. I'm bargaining with myself like a toddler. <laughs> Finish your homework, and then you can go out and play. That's, probably, that's not a very good analogy. But the point is, today... We're talking about beauty. It's in the eye of the beholder, as the old saying goes. And we're going to talk about it. Because beauty, that's, it's kind of what art is all about at, at some point. You know, we want, we, want to, we want beautiful things to be made. We want to surround ourselves with beautiful things as people, I think. And um, so as, as artistes, as creative people, we need to look for beauty wherever we go. Because, I mean, I think that it just helps you as a person to look for beauty wherever you go. I think it just helps you to see life better, especially in times such as these, where there is so much craziness going on. And every time my NPR app goes off, I think, oh God, what now? I think it's especially important in times like that to look for beauty all around you. It's part of what I'm doing with, with my, with my instant gram. <laughs> I try to do this thing. And if you, um, if you follow me on Instagram, you can see them. I try to take a, a photo every day. I try to find something that I think is beautiful and make a photo, post a photo of it every day. <sighs> Hang on. Hold the phone. Okay. Sorry. I had an assistant producer helping with the microphone, meaning one of the cats. Anyway, where was I? It's part of what I'm doing with my Instagram thing of taking a photo a day. Um, and I, it just, it's the sort of photos that I look for whenever I travel. You know, I, I try not to take the stereotypical tourist photos whenever I travel, because I had this realization the first time I was in Italy about, um, you know, why should I try to take a good picture of the Colosseum that's just going to have, when I can get a better one that doesn't have any people in it and is from a really good angle with really good lighting, why would I try to take that picture? Why, why don't I look elsewhere? And so it's funny because whenever I, whenever I have taken trips and I look back at the photos, I realize that, that themes kind of emerge without me really Sometimes I consciously do it. Like that first Italy trip, I, I had this thing with doors. I took a lot of pictures of doors. But sometimes they creep up without me even realizing it. Like when I was in Spain, I realized I was taking a lot of photos of sort of ge ge geometry was the theme. Because there were a lot of geometrical symbols in a lot of the buildings we were seeing. And my last trip to Italy, it was about, it was about light coming through things. So I took a lot of photos of the sun behind various things. So I did a lot of bending, squatting down and looking up on that trip. Um, because I, I, I think that it helps 
you with your perspective if you look for those things. If you look to, if you look at, if you physically look for different angles of things and look, try to find a different side of it, it, it makes you better at mentally doing that. And, you know, we've talked on several many episodes about how important it is as a creative person to be able to, to put yourself in a different perspective and to see a different side of things. And I think that part of that really is about um, looking for what is beautiful because it, it just can expand us. And um, here's the problem with, with beauty specifically in this context is that we, we tend to get stuck in one idea of what beauty is. And we can get into a whole thing about our culture right now and how it's, um, you know, you hear all the time about body issues and the, the problem being that that's our standard. Our standard is what, what you see on the magazines. That's our standard for beauty. And it contributes to a lot of body issues amongst men and women. I think you hear it talked about more with women, um, but it, but it's a it's an issue amongst men too. But we don't we don't talk about that because it's unmanly to talk about things like that. But that's you know separate separate but adjacent issue, because um, we you know we're defining beauty in in one different way. We tend to view beautiful as pretty. And pretty is not the same thing. You know, I, I I read a definition at the beginning of every episode, and I took the liberty in my research for this episode on beauty to also look up the definition for pretty. So pretty, pleasing or attractive to the eye. And that's not necessarily the same thing as beautiful. And I think that um, the the thing that I wrote here Thank you, past me. This was good. You ever have those moments where you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> I had another one today. I was reading something from a long time ago that I wrote. And it was mostly crap. Like, bad. Like, really, really crappy. Um, but there were a couple of lines I was like, oh, this is good. Good job, past me. Anyway, the thing I have here is that pretty describes the thing itself and beauty is the reaction within us. And I think that's true to a certain extent, but I think the point I want to emphasize more is that thing about beauty being in the eye of the beholder. Because something that you see as beautiful, something else might somebody else might see as really, really ugly, and vice versa. Um, <laughs> it's funny because I'm rewatching the the series Bones. On, on the Netflix, which was a show that I loved and just kind of stopped watching for a while. But you just think about, there's one character who's an entomologist, and if you don't know what that is, it's it's a person who studies bugs. And if you just think about somebody like him, he loves bugs and thinks that they're beautiful. There's an episode where he's actually allowing some sort of mosquito bug type thing to grow in his neck so that he can, like, give birth to it. It's, it's kind of funny. But I know a ton of people who hate bugs. And think that they're disgusting and don't ever want to be near them. Um, I'm, I wobble between both. But just because you think something is beautiful doesn't mean that the next person is going to think that it's beautiful too. So we can't be so narrow in our definition of what is beautiful that we dismiss everything else. And I think that's where we need to try to see 
we need to try to see why people find something beautiful. And you can find something beautiful without particularly without it being your favorite thing. Like I there is a beauty in the music of Mozart. I do think that Mozart's music is beautiful. I love playing it, but it is never something that I put on for pleasure. Like I never just listen to Mozart for pleasure. I go to so many composers before I go to Mozart just because I don't it's not my favorite thing. But it is beautiful. There are probably better examples, but that's a good one. And it, you know, it's it's not just about that thing that I said earlier about pretty being about the thing and beauty being about the reaction. I do think that that is true because if something elicits a reaction in you, it's beautiful. You know, I think that's, I think there's some truth to that. I don't, I don't think pretty being about the thing and beautiful about, about the reaction. I think the second part is truer than the first part. I'm arguing with myself about, about my own idea, but <laughs> it's good. I, you know, shifting, blah, blah, blah. Um, but the other thing about beauty too, is that your perspectives can shift. And I think that we should aim for that. We shouldn't always think that the same things are beautiful. Um, and you know, it, it can, it can be years, you know, I find things beautiful now that I never would have thought I would ever consider beautiful. I can't think of any at the moment, but I know that there are, there are some. <laughs> um, mm. Oh, the desert. Yeah. You know, when I, you know, I grew up in the desert and when you grow up in a place, you tend to, th you tend to have um, feelings of, I got to get out of here. I hate this place around it. And, uh, you know, I remember when I was younger, I just, I would look out at some of the deserts around where I grew up and be like, it's just dirt, just dirt and just sagebrush and bleh, it's gross. But now, you know, I, I drive because <laughs> where I live, the nearest major airport is in Albuquerque, which is a four hour drive away. And I love that drive because there's just something about the open expanse of the desert that is just, that I really find, I do find it beautiful now, whereas I, I, I didn't when I was younger. So your perspective can shift. And I think you should aim to have it shift. You know, if you, and this is where art can really you can get in debates. This is why people debate art because you'll, some people will find a painting beautiful and other people will be like, well, that's just a, it's just a stretch of blue canvas. Maybe next time you run into that situation where you're the person to be like, I don't, I don't get it. Ask somebody who does think it's beautiful, why they think it's beautiful. And just see if you can see what they're talking about. You don't have to agree, but if you can see what they're talking about, there's a perspective shift and there, and that's good for you as a creative person. So the podcast as always is brought to you by great grand projects, the creative collective on the web at greatgrandprojects.com. 
It's also brought to you by Horizon Creative Studio on the web at horizoncreativestudio.com. So check those out. <laughs> so beauty. We're finding beauty. We're looking for beauty. And we're appreciating beauty. You know what's so funny? Is that we can take things for granted so much. And this is... I think we have a certain... Well, there's a couple of things behind this story. I think, first off, if we live... If we live with the beauty every day, we stop seeing it. We, we become acclimated to it. You know? And... Like, I look out at my win I look out of my window right now. And... Um, Maybe you can hear the train in the distance. And I just look out at this valley that I look at every day. And I just, most of the time I just go, oh, it's a thing. It's there. But I don't see how beautiful it is. And I forget sometimes why I love it here. Because you just, you, you do, you get acclimated to a place and you get used to it. And you just, you stop seeing certain aspects of it. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, if we... <laughs> It's it's a delicate balance because if, if we went everywhere appreciating the beauty all around us all the time, we'd be late all the time. You know, it's 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 that thing of yes, you can be a dreamer and you can you can think and experiment and blah blah blah, but at the you also have to pay your bills. You have to weigh those two things. The other thing that I just thought of with beauty is that sometimes because of something in our past, we can have a dis we can dismiss certain things. I got out of my car the other night. It was probably um, I think it was like ten o'clock when I got home. I don't know where I was. I don't even know when it was. It was it was a few days ago. And I got out of the car and I just happened to look up at the moon. And I realized I was like I don't remember the last time. I just looked at it. Because it was so beautiful, and, and the way that the clouds were on it, and it just, it was so, it was gorgeous. And I had the thought right then that I, that I don't think I'd ever, I hadn't looked at the moon for a long time, and I was dismissing it partly because of something from my past. You know, my grandmother, um would always, wherever we were go, she would, look. oh, look at the moon! And it kind of became a family joke. Of, oh, look at the moon. And I, I wasn't really malicious, I don't think. You know, I don't know. Um, it just became a thing that we, that we said and we kind of lovingly joked about. But because of that, I realized I hadn't, like, seriously looked at the moon as, the moon, the moon as something beautiful in a long time. And like I said, it wasn't malicious. It was it was just an innocuous thing, but it caused me to kind of stop seeing this certain thing as beautiful. And it was it was just an interesting moment. So we gotta look for it wherever we go. But there are times, especially because we live in this culture, and I know that this goes. What I'm about to say is gonna go counter to what I said at the beginning about my Instagram thing. But we have these little squares in our pocket. And so much of the time, we're living through the little squares. You see it all the time in videos at concerts and events and things where people are filming, but they're not actually watching the thing. They're watching the 
the square in front of them that is filming the thing. You know what I mean? They're not present. And there are so many times, you know, living in the Southwest where I look up at the sunset and it's gorgeous. It's got all the reds and the oranges and just the, it's just, it's so beautiful. And it's funny how often the instinct is to, oh, I have to take a picture. But I, I don't, I, I don't remember the last time I tried to take a picture of the sunset because it never does it justice. And that's the thing is sometimes with beauty, you, you can't, you can't capture it. You just have to experience it. And I think that is what one of the goals of art is, is to try and make something beautiful for somebody to experience. And I think one of the most satisfying things that you can have as an artist is when somebody else sees the beauty in what you've done. It really is quite nice. <laughs> so, um, when you're doing your work, ask yourself if you consider it beautiful. Because this can be a guidepost. Like, if you think that it's beautiful what you're doing, and that doesn't mean, you know, it has to like I said, it doesn't mean it has to be pretty. I think in this case, beauty can mean the same thing as meaningful. You know, is there a meaning? Is is are, Do you have a response that elicits beauty in you? And don't get trapped in that one perspective. So think, do you consider your work beautiful? And this can be a guidepost for you. Are you an accountant that doesn't think that the numbers are beautiful? Maybe you shouldn't be an accountant. Because I think you can think that the numbers are beautiful. You know, when I love, um, one of my, my favorite part of chemistry, the couple of times I took chemistry classes, was balancing equations because I did find something beautiful in, in, the, in making it all work out. It's not my favorite thing to do. I didn't really particularly enjoy the rest of the chemistry class, but there was just that one thing that I really found beautiful. So ask yourself if your work is beautiful. And don't get trapped in that one perspective. The other thing you have to do is you have to weigh the outcome. Because sometimes in order to get to a beautiful place, you may have to do things that you don't consider beautiful. You know, the process might not be beautiful. Think about compost. Compost is not beautiful. Well, I, okay, again, I guess that depends on who you're asking. But, um... Most people, I would say that manure, because that's a form of compost, right, is not a beautiful thing, but it feeds a beautiful thing. It can feed, you know, flowers and blah, blah, blah. So the, the, the things you have to do to get to the end result that is beautiful may not be beautiful. You know, you have to get up every day and you have to write and do the thing and just and just do the thing and that's not always beautiful like today it's not beautiful for me because i'm having a rough time getting through this stupid pile of notebooks staring at me but i know the end result could be beautiful so i keep doing it i keep going and don't dismiss another person's art just because it's not your cup of tea. You know, I had, a, I had an interesting experience with my um, 
last symphony concert because we played the Bartok Concerto for Orchestra. And Bartok was a composer who lived in the early 20th century and he was very um he was one he was one of those people who kind of experimented and and with atonality and there's just he did some very very interesting things. And a lot of what he did I find incredibly interesting as as a composer, you know, I like the theory behind everything that he did but again it's not like i don't think i own any bartok um i don't i don't know if there's any bartok on my ipod i'm sure there is that i've acquired from somewhere but i don't think i've ever listened to it and uh, i was having a very difficult time because it is a hard piece for one thing and part of what makes it hard is that there's no pattern there the patterns are are not standard because it is that sort of a 20th century experimentation and i was cursing it up and down because i was like this is stupid there's no i can't i, I hate this why is it like this and i had this realization one day that i was being very harsh about somebody else's art because i was working on this piece the concert was the concert for this piece was a week after a concert where i had a premiere of a piece that i wrote and it just, it was, it was a very, I don't even remember when the realization happened, but it was a very interesting shift in my thinking because I thought he fe he felt, he probably felt the way about this piece that you do about the piece that you just wrote. And even if it's not your favorite thing, and even if it is hard and, and you're having a difficult time learning it, you have a responsibility. You, you, there should be a certain level of respect to that piece and it just it was very it was very enlightening to me because it really it, it expanded my view of what is beautiful and i'll tell you this after i started thinking that it became easier to play i'm not even joking it became so much easier to play after i stopped fighting it So there's there there's that. <laughs> it's just it's it's an interesting it's it's an interesting thing. <sighs> so um, get out there and 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 just look for the beauty in the world. Some days it's really hard to find, but try to try to find something. You can you can. Go to my Instagram if you want to and see if you think what I think is beautiful is if you think it's beautiful. That KJ Bell on the Instagram and the Twitter. <laughs> um, I think that's it. I think that's where we're going to wrap up today. So beauty in the eye of the beholder. So get out and behold some. It's okay to be an artist. It's okay to create. It is okay to be exactly as you are right now. It is okay. You are okay. And I am okay. <laughs>